Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately you'll be contacted with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to include our podcast, Breaking Through the Glass Ceilings, in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. This is something I want to be. I want to be in the field of media. I believe that my impact in media is bigger than what I can even see. So I, I knew, you know, from that from high school, going into college, like, you know, most people, they're like the freshman year, like, OK, well, I really don't know. But I kind of knew that, hey, that I belong in the media and I've been doing that ever since. If you know me, one thing you know is mentorship is something that I take very seriously. It's something that I am honored to do because it allows me to give back. Today's episode, I bring on a mentee of mine, Mark Webster. He not only hosts the sports podcast, but he also works in the corporate side of the media business. And one of the things that he's going to talk about is the importance of being versatile in this business. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited for y'all to hear this conversation that I had. Ladies and gentlemen, here's my conversation with Mark Webster. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the line today, as promised, I have a good friend of mine, good brother of mine. You know, we uh, our teams are rivals, but we, you know, it's friendly. Um, so, you know, that's the only two times of the year that and, you know, sometimes we hope for three that uh, we don't get along. And that's because he's a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that is the one and only Mark Webster. Mark, what's up, bro? Brian, what's going on, man? <laughs> what is up, my man? Glad to be here, man. Appreciate you coming on. You know, it's always fun. You know, I remember when we first met, you was like, you a Steelers fan. I'm like, what? Come <laughs> on, man. You know, but I, I'll tell people, I don't dislike. I love to hate the Steelers, right? You know, if, the, if there's football yeah. to be played and there's an NFL to be played, I want the Steelers a part of it. There are some teams, um, Tom Brady's New England Patriots back in the day. I didn't want to see them on. So every time y'all played against them, I was rooting for y'all. I wasn't, you know, yelling black and yellow or anything, but I was definitely right. rooting. As I see, you know, um, y'all won't see the audio, but he got one of the terrible towels in the background. <laughs> Goodness gracious. My, my One of my favorite cousins is a Steelers fan, so I'm used to it. <laughs> but y'all good people. Y'all just chose the wrong team. How you feeling, man? Man, I'm great. You know, outside of that, you know, the Steelers having a, a shaky season, but life, life is great. Man, yeah, <laughs> you know, as we, we take this podcast, y'all coming off a Sunday night win. So that's good. Yeah, can't beat that. <laughs> Barely, yeah. but we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Mark, man, you, you've been doing a lot, bro. Um, You know, you somebody that I admire because I've been watching you, you know, balance between, you know, the corporate media <laughs> side of the world as well as the sports side, which we'll get into. But first and foremost, how did you decide it? that you know this was something you wanted to pursue that you wanted to pursue a career in the media business you know Brian it, it kind of goes back to my early days when in, basically in high school um, I always would be around although I played the game um, I grew up a big sports fan so I had aspirations you know I still have aspirations of being like oh I want to grow up and be like a news anchor and you know the whole nine yard and 
be just the, the overall glamorous sports reporter. But as I started growing up and, you know, as I started to transition to like college, I really started to understand that there's more to that. You know, there's more to just being just that one sportscaster. So I decided to really start looking into other avenues of meeting. I started to look into, you know, writing feature articles with the WKU Herald publication. I, I joined, I got into live streaming. I got into, you know, communications. So I was kind of a little bit all over the place, but I was not, I was, you know, I was expanding my horizon to say the least. So I knew by the time I got to college, like, okay, this is, this is something I want to be. I want to be in the field of media. I believe that my impact in media is bigger than what I can even see. So I, I knew, you know, from that, from high school, going into college, like, you know, most people are like the freshman year, like, okay, well, I really don't know, but I kind of knew that, Hey, that I belong in the media and I've been doing that ever since. I think that's important. You know, you don't hear too many people know automatically that this is what they want to do as far as expansion. Most people, you know, they know, okay, I just want to do behind the scenes. I just want to be in front of the scenes. And obviously with more popular people want to be on camera talking about sports. But you saw that early right away that, you know, in order to be really successful, that it was important for you to be able to be versatile. Yeah, without doubt. And I think that was one of the biggest things I learned. Um, actually, my sophomore year, I was, um, you know, I looked at it, I was kind of like I had the underdog mentality. So I would watch all the upperclassmen, you know, being able to get the stand up jobs and being able to, you know, holding the microphones. But when I started doing some digging and some researching, I said to myself, hmm, if you want to be able to be the greatest person in, in the media, you have to really, really know the media. And that just that just doesn't go from just knowing how things work from, like you said, by cutting the camera on, you need to know the legislative point of view. So that's when I started getting involved with Kentucky Broadcasters Association, just being like an intern, going to the conferences. So I started being able to go out to D.C. and learn from like the legal side of broadcasting. So then I was exposed to a whole different ball game of how the media works and like how even GMs are being able to, uh, you know, how they run their stations. So. Yeah, that's, that's important and amazing. Book your next event with Symphony of Balloons. We offer custom luxury balloon installations for parties, events, grand openings, weddings, gender reveals, and many more. We also offer the 360 photo booth. We want to take your event to the next level. If you're interested in booking with us, please email us at symphonyofballoons at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing some of our work, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Symphony of Balloons. We can't wait to partner with you and take your event to the next level. What college did you go to? Yeah, so I'm a proud graduate of Western Kentucky University, the Hilltoppers. Uh, yeah, so WKU grad. That's 20. awesome. Yes, now, sir. You also play, did you play college football? I know you said you played football. Did you yeah, play so college? I, I didn't play college. I play, I finished out in high school, you know, had an injury towards my ankle that stopped me from playing to the next level. So, yeah, so oh, man. you know how that goes. So it's kind of like I had to make a decision in my mind. It's like I knew football was over with. So it's like, what's next? Am I going to love the game or am I just going to be able to just, uh, you know, I, I had 
college was was always an answer, you know, always an answer for me. So mm-hmm. I knew I was going to college because I what was I going to do? Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, definitely glad, you know, you was able to, you know, find your passion. Um, How has playing the game helped you in this business outside besides, you know, knowing football? Right. But let's take a step further. What are some of the work ethics that you learn playing football? Like my son is playing right now and I'll be straight up. He's not going to be, you know, Deion Sanders or anybody. Uh, Mm -hmm. He probably he might not play high school football, you know. But one of the things I've been teaching him is that he's learning discipline and he's learning the brotherhood uh, because this is his first year playing. And he had, he's crying after the first couple of practices. You know, he's like, it's hard. I said, nope, you're going to finish. But now as time moved on, he's starting to like it. And it's more so because of that camaraderie. How did football as a whole help you for this part of your career? You know, surprisingly, Brian, like my senior year. So I think this was one of the biggest things. My senior year, I won the Mental Attitude Award for my uh, football team going into my senior year of high school. So I believe, you know, the first thing football um, had taught me that kind of has helped me every now, like every in my everyday life is, you know, when circumstances aren't going your way, when situations aren't going in your favor, it's like, how will you respond? So it's like, even if like, so if we put that in the football standpoint, if you're down a touchdown, are you going to give up or are you going to try to fight back to get into that game? So every day of life, when different obstacles are thrown at me and when, you know, challenges arise, I look to myself as like, am I going to get down on myself or am I going to be able to arise? So I take that mentality of, you know, never give, never give up whatever the situation might be thrown at you. So if I get laid off from a job, don't give up because you got other resources. You've already prepared you know, before you've put the legwork in to know that, hey, that might just be one game. You learn, your, you look at your film and you move forward to your next opponent, kind of like in the real world, which is the next job or your next opportunity. Wow, man, that's amazing. That's definitely something we're going to clip that off of social media because that's something people need to yeah. be able to take away from this conversation. Um, NABJ, that's where we first met. Uh, in person, man, Miami. Woo, what a time. Yeah. <laughs> man, for real. It seems like forever, man. It, 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 it does like because, you know, there's been two of them since then. We, you know, we nobody could have predicted in August of 2019 what was to come the next year. But one of the things I could say about uh, NABJ is places, it's a place that when we all get together, we don't take it for granted, you know, mm-hmm. because we it's only once a year. You might have some people who say, all right, you know, I'm going to skip this year. I'm going to skip this year. You know, I think next year when we go to Vegas, everybody's going to be involved, yeah. uh, you know, for the simple fact is Vegas and because it'd be three years. But um, talk to me about how the organization and the convention has helped you. Oh, man. NABJ, you know, just from a general aspect, first of all, shout out to Steve Jefferson, my mentor, you know, he got me involved in NABJ when I was literally, you know, going into when I was in high school. He would always send me programs because I always I would always ask him questions like, oh, how can I get working at the news station? He's like, well, first thing first, before you even work at the news station, Mark, you're in high school, you have to go through these programs. And that's when he started sending me programs like scholarship opportunities, um, different webinars NABJ would have. And that was it. That was the this was the high school level, Brian. So NABJ has been a part of my life. You Like I said, 
since my high school days, then leading to the college days where you you started seeing the opportunities just grow just by, you know, just mentioning, hey, I'm part of NABJ. I've done this. And it's kind of like, you know, the different wolf pack. It's like we as a family, you know, lean on each, lean on each other. And then I had the opportunity of meeting you. It was just like a blessing in disguise. You know, had I not been through NABJ, who knows the opportunity of me even running across you? I'm sure who knows? We just never know because this world is so big. But just that, you know, the opportunities and the the familyness of NABJ has just stuck with me ever since, like I said, the end of high school. Yeah, I'm glad to hear, um, you know, somebody who's gone through it to the high school level, because like I've seen in programs, people talk about that. It's like, oh, yeah, we you know, we have stuff for high school students. And for me, I didn't get a part in the organization until literally my last semester in college. And I remember thinking like, wow, I wish I would have known about this. So I'm one who screams loud about it. And whenever I meet college students, just, you know, I'm like, are you a part of NABJ? Why not? You know, and I've heard things of, well, you know, it's just an organization. I don't have time. I'm like, no, this is the organization. Even if your individual chapter isn't doing what you feel they should do, mm-hmm. you need to get a part of the main chapter because it's so much. It's a huge resource. And you just have so many people that you can, you know, have a- access to. Right. Exactly. A hundred percent agree with you, Brian. Yeah. Now you're working. Um, oh, no, I wanted to talk about your sports show. Okay. When did you decide to create the sports show? Because um, I know a lot of people, you know, they have doubts. They I've heard a lot of, man, I want to do a show and I got all this content, but I'm scared to put it out there. When did you decide, you know what, I'm going to make myself vulnerable. I'm going to put my opinions out there and I'm not going to be afraid. You know, I'm so glad you asked this. This dates back to, like I said, I originally had a uh, sports show I did with a friend of mine, you know, um, in high school. And I, I, we always we would produce it. This is like at the high school level. We would produce it, talk about sports, blah, blah, blah. Um, surprisingly, we got to, you know, the next level. And um, this full transparency, um, the that individual, you know, he decided to, you know, take take the sports show that we created and uh, go, you know, just move on w- with it as if I didn't, you know, help with it, which is OK. Uh, so moving forward, you know, I was like, dang, like, what am I going to do? Like, I can't you know, that was I put time into that and blah, blah, blah. So I thought to myself, like, you know, wait, I actually played this game. I know the game. Like I talk sports. So that's when I came up with talk it up sports, mm-hmm. you know, like by Webby Webb. So and ever since then, you know, of 2017 going into 2018, I really said to myself, you know, I actually I actually it actually brought tears to my eyes because I was like, wow, like, I want to be able to have myself and be known for something bigger than myself. Like I understand that everyone has a path to success, but I want my path to be a little different. I want to be able to let people know you just don't have to just create these reels based off what the university is doing. And, you know, you can add your own twist to it. So what I basically did was I created talk it up sports and I just went full out straddle. I was going out doing fan interviews. I was getting NFL players. I was reaching out to, you know, college athletes and like, I was putting these pack. I was putting these packages and podcasts out. Just continue to just drive this engagement because it's like, if I knew I wasn't getting the opportunity at the school because there was upperclassmen, I wanted to create my own opportunity, create my own lane to success because I knew 
they're, you know, they're not going to be able to get the job for me. I have to go out there and get my job. I have to make myself known. I, I have to make myself sellable. So even if I did, wasn't even going to get a job specifically in broadcast, like specifically either in broadcast or sports broadcasting, I wanted my employer to know that, hey, this guy is a beast. Like he means business. So if he's creating podcasts, he's downloading, he's making websites, he's engaging with people. That's the type of winner we want on our team. So that was my when I was going to conferences and traveling around like I, Brian, I was everywhere and I was promoting talking to those sports to the fullest. So that's. That's like my baby. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I'm, I love talking about sports. I love sports. And I'm going to continue to rock with it until the wheels fall off. It's something about when you own it yourself. Right. Yeah. And I know I, how I am with the wrestling realm. Shout out to my brother, the real Dwayne Allen. You know, we created that while we was in college. And it was something that, you know, we own, you know, we've taken pride in it. So I see exactly how you feel you yeah. know what i mean um and i and, you know i'm proud of you to see you be able to do that man because it's a lot of people you know they give up and they give up easily you know and i knew from day one you know i know you're humble <laughs> but i knew yeah. from day one that you were a hard worker and you was pretty damn good at what you do so that's why i'm proud of you man you know blessed to be able to call you on. friend and family you know um I want to take a quick minute to talk about mental health. As you all know, we are living in unprecedented times, whether it's the racial pandemic or the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, I want to introduce you to Hope Again Counseling Services, where transformation begins. Hope Again provides help for children, adolescents, adults, family, and couples. So give them a call at 410-698-8445. Four, two, or visit them on the web at yourhopeagain.com to book your appointment. If you are willing to believe, you will begin to achieve and ultimately Hope Again Counseling Services can help you receive all that is meant for you. So now you're also working with the American Broadcast Association, right? Is that? Yes, yeah, so I work. I work for a broad, BEA Broadcast Educational Association. Yeah, BEA based out of Washington D.C., which is crazy, but I'm working remotely right now. Um, so yeah, this I'm a staff coordinator for them, and I'm really excited uh, about this opportunity. This is a new job for me. Um, new new opportunities. I'm taking a a leap of faith because I know God is putting me in this situation for a reason. Um, like I said, I still have my sports podcast on the side and do my freelance with sports production, but the impact I can make within this organization um, is the sky. Like I said, y'all, the sky is the limit because I'm in, I'm in this re I'm in this position for a reason. And I just believe that, you know, being able to still do media stuff and still be able to, you know, build my brand up, I can't, I can't do nothing, but thank God, honestly. Yeah, man, certainly, you know, when you really think about that and it's, it's always, you know, in the balance, one of the things that I've learned in this industry that you do have people who are doing multiple things, right? You, you know, shout out to, I, I'm going to give a shout out to Tarika uh, Foster Brasby. I hope I said her name right as I don't have it in front of me, uh, <laughs> who's on the podcast a few, uh, you know, several episodes ago, you know, she's doing her thing on the ESPN social team, but then she's also, 
you know, hustling and writing and freelance writing. You know, she was just at the WNBA finals, you know, yeah. to be able to do multiple things, you know, and it doesn't, yeah, it could be a lot physically and mentally sometimes, but when it's something you love, it's something you really enjoy, you know, and yeah. it, it really helps and it lowers the fact that it's work. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely agree with you. It's one of those things where it's like when you wake up every day, you should be grateful for any opportunity that's in front of you. You know, so I look at it as like, you know, we make make the best out of the opportunity that's in front of you. Now, if the opportunity is causing you to pull your hairs out of your head and, you know, you're just in a in a, an environment that this is not fit for you, try try other things. Because what you don't want to do is have regret. Because when the moment you have regret, definitely for anyone that is under the age of, like you said, 25 or you know, 20, that might be lit, that might happen to listen to, you know, there's going to be listening to this. Don't regret any decision you make because you only get one life and we have to live it to the fullest. And you have to take those risks because, you know, high risk creates, you know, high rewards. So, you know, what I'm saying you have to be able to take those risks and be able to just challenge yourself to the best of your ability. And that's me. That means even if you're getting uncomfortable and put in the situations where you have to grow. Yeah, man. You know what? <laughs> it's the first time I used that on this podcast. I got a mix as uh, Dwayne would say, man, you always get new toys. Uh, <laughs> but uh, before we get out of here, man, um, you know, I certainly appreciate you taking the time out to do this. I know you got a busy schedule. Um, the name of the show is called Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling. So when is the time that Mark Webster broke through the glass ceiling and realized, you know what? I'm pretty good at what I do. I'm, I belong here in this media industry. Oh, wow. So, you know, like I said, it's kind of is really kind of crazy. So I'm going to take myself back to probably about my sophomore year. I got two quick examples where I kind of felt like, OK, Mark, this is like you hear like it's time to continue to go forward. First time is being um, in Washington, D.C. with the Kentucky Broadcasters Association. Um, I'm the only black male on this trip sitting in Capitol Hill, you know, with Mitch McConnell, you know, talking about broadcast legislation, you know, being in the room with, you know, the only, you know, person of color standing strong, listening, talking about things that are going wrong in the media. That's when I was like, Mark. You have to stay in the media, you know, like just you, your impact can be so big because they selected me to go on that trip as one of the, you know, as one of the few, you know, students from Western to go on that trip, all paid for just to be able to observe and ask questions. I knew then that was the first time I was like, okay, Mark, you are made for this, this media. And the second time, uh, big shout out to Jeff Lightsey Jr., my, my you know, big mentor stuff. Um, I was able to take a leap of faith and get a part time job at the news station, WBKO Television um, in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Um, I was nervous. Uh, you know, I was they threw me in there as a part time news uh, news journalist, but I was news editing. I mean, they brought when they they threw me in, man, I was t- doing breaking news, all that stuff, just going out with the live shots. But when I first covered my um, breaking news, it was like a homicide that happened. And I had to go out there with take a TVU and just, just get footage. And when I got back into the car, I said, you know what? Um, it's, it's only up from here. 
like, you know, it's only up from here. And I always, you know, kind of say to myself, it's never the grades you make, but the hands you shake. You follow what I'm saying? So it's about the, the resources and the networking of getting to different places. It was never the grades for me. If we're going to be honest, it was always, you know, I'm 100% honest. I had test anxiety. I had, you know, I had some low test scores, but I never let people outwork me because of that. I was always pushing for greatness. I always would like that underdog mentality because I knew that I'm going to meet, I'm going to meet the people that are going to put me in the right positions. So those two times were when I kind of knew like, okay, life is really, you know, meant for me to be somewhat in the media. Wow, man. That's awesome, Mark. I definitely appreciate you taking the time out. Let the people know where they can find you. Man, I appreciate you first and foremost for inviting me onto this show. I'm really honored to be here and just to kind of tell my story. So if you want to follow me, um, you know, you can follow me on Instagram and Webster 68. You can follow Talk It Up Sports at Talk It Up Sports, all social media. And then on Twitter, extra underscore swaggy 100. That's Mark Webster Jr. And then Talk It Up Sports on there as well. I'll follow back. I'll interact. I'll show love. You got merch, anything I'm supporting because that's how that's the only way we can do it. We support the big companies. We got to support each other. So we definitely sure. appreciate that, Mark, man. You know, um, like I said, y'all make sure y'all give him a follow. Support Talk It Up Sports. Uh, he knows his stuff, you know, even though he, he root for the Steelers, <laughs> but he's a reasonable Steelers fan, you know, but it's always all love. You know, the Ravens Steelers rivalry. We we better with each other around. So uh, same with the fans, you know, it's fun to go back and forth with the fans. Uh, but, you know, uh, hopefully, hopefully soon, man, um, you know, hopefully we'll be in Vegas together. But, you know, if you yeah. got to come to D.C., well, I'm in Baltimore, but it's only an hour down the road. We definitely linking up, bro. Oh, you know, you know it, man. When I'm when I'm touching down for our when we have our board meetings or anything, you know, I'm we we connecting, we connect yeah. just like that. Definitely. All yeah. right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, make sure y'all give Mark a follow on each and everywhere. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was my conversation with Mark Webster. Uh, proud is an understatement. A lot of times, you see people doing their thing online and you don't get a chance to talk every day and that's the thing i love about doing this podcast it gives me an opportunity to catch up verbally with my friends and mentees uh, who are also my friends um because you know i want to give them their flowers let them know i am proud of them next week stay tuned i'm not even going to reveal who's the guest one because i ain't taped it yet to be honest with you as the time of this recording but in just in case something falls through but if all goes well, I'm bringing on somebody as I step into another world and bring them onto this one. I know I have a, had a lot of media people in here, so we're going to step outside of the media. But that's if all goes well the way I hope it does. But ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for this week's episode of Breaking Through Glass Ceilings. Thank you, everybody, for all your patience. I know it's been a while since I've been able to do these podcasts. Um, I'm going to take the quick time to thank everybody who's uh, sent congratulatory messages. It is true. I have moved on to a new position at Spotify and Ringer, where I produce the Mac Mania podcast. So if you are into pro wrestling and if you're not, support your boy. Uh, give us a follow at It's Mac Mania. But you know, I'm really excited for this huge opportunity. Um, and I'll talk more about that later. But I just wanted to end this with a quick thank you to everybody. But ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it. And remember, the message stays the same. Do not let anyone put a glass ceiling above your head. Take care, everyone.